from New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Dr. Geraldine Tagalov, and we have done a couple of shows together, so you can go ahead and look through the queue and see some of our earlier shows. They're all really, really good because Geraldine is amazing, and she's not only my good friend, but she's my spiritual mentor, and I'm so happy to bring her expertise to the show today because one of the things that's been on my mind, Geraldine, is boy, what is the pandemic teaching us on a spiritual level? Like I get that we're learning we're all one, you know, everybody's subject to the virus, rich, poor, fat, thin, black, white, whatever country you're from. So that one's like, okay, ho-hum. But I know there's more to what the pandemic is really teaching us on our soul level. Like for me, one of the things that it really hit, and it's one of my favorite fruits of the spirit, so I love that, is patience. Like, man, it has tested my patience. And I found that I thought I was patient, but it turns out I really wasn't. And learning how to be more patient and how to navigate with patience was one of the big like ahas. Hey, you know, the pandemic's slowing down the world and it's teaching us all patience. Some of us are getting it, some of us are not. But I'm curious to find out just for you personally, to begin with, what has the pandemic taught you? Well, Sandra, I think first and foremost, for me, it is the fact that we're not in control. (laughs) We think we're in control of our lives and we think that we can go about life and do everything our our way and uh, keep up this incredible busyness of life and keep control of what's happening to us and what's happening around us and keep the family not in control might be the wrong word there, but you know, everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And at this particular time and this particular day, and all of a sudden the pandemic comes and hits us. And we realize that we're, we're not in control at all. We have, The only control that we have over our lives are the choices that we make Mm -hmm. as to how we're going to react to something that comes, like a pandemic. And let's face it, none of us expected this. None of us, well, I don't know, maybe we did. But the whole idea of something greater than ourselves is really in control of everything including the individual to me has really hit home Mm -hmm. and that I'm not in control and the the best thing that I can do in all of this in the middle of the pandemic the best thing I I chose to do I think was surrender 
to surrender to, okay, this is happening. It's happening for a reason. I know there is a bigger picture to this life and what's going on around me. I can't control it. I know that it is here for a particular reason. And I know that this too will pass. Mm -hmm. And maybe down the future, uh, down the line somewhere, we'll be able to look back and say, well, that's why that happened mm -hmm. or not. I don't know. But I don't need to know any longer. Once upon a time, I needed to know why of everything. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, in the midst of it, I know the best thing that I ever did was just completely surrender, mm -hmm. surrender to what was happening and know that it was there for a reason. Um, and that's a pretty difficult thing to do when you love control in your life. And I must, I will be the first to admit, I'm a bit of a control freak. I love to control what's going on in my life and why this is happening and how it's happening and what I'm going to do about it. And you know, no, I've got it all lined up or I thought I did. Mm -hmm. And you're capable, is... you know, what made you successful and capable was your ability to navigate all these things and find workarounds. And in the pandemic, there's not a workaround. No, there's not. Right. So for me, it was okay. If I can't, and I'm, I certainly knew that I couldn't have the wisdom to understand, I can't organize, I, I can't control this. In mm -hmm. fact, it's shown me that I can't really control anything in my life, except, as I said, the choices I make. So in that moment of surrender, I decided I can choose to get caught up in the anger and the fear and everything that was going on around me, or I can choose to sit back and look at my life and say, well, this is what's happening at the moment. What reaction am I going to have? And I don't care what anybody else's reaction is. I'm just going to choose for myself. So I'm not going to choose to get fearful. I'm not going to choose to get angry or frustrated or get into the blame game, which is fired on all cylinders, that one, through the pandemic. I'm just going to sit back quietly and, and really, and the next thing I think high on the list, Sandra, was taking a look at me, at self. What, how have I been living? Right. What have I, yeah, what have I really been doing over the last 10, 20 years? Have I been caught up in things that really don't uh, benefit me as an individual, benefit me as a wife, as a mother, as a grandmother? What can I do to look at myself? And that's, that's the huge one. Spirit was really saying, righto, everybody, time out. 
Geraldine, I'm just going to stop here for a second because now is a really good time to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Pros. And if you guys go to pros.com slash powered up, you can take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash powered up for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about hair because there's no one size fits all solution when it comes to hair care. And I have super, super, dry hair. I have long hair and I live in Southern California and I swim a lot. So that just really just takes a toll on my hair. And what I need in my shampoo and conditioner is lots of moisturizing and lots of nourishment and care. And thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say I've never been more in love with my hair. And they make custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Like I have right here um, the documentation that came with my, with my pros order. And it says custom hair care sales. Sandra, bottled just for you. And we've crafted your pros formula completely unique to your hair needs and wants. And so when I look at the environmental factors that are on the consultation results, I can see that there's UV rays and water and pollution and wind, all the things that are subject to my hair every day. And what I like about pros is they start first by asking about you as a person. When I put that, you know, I spend a lot of time on the ocean, that was something that led them to go, well, you probably need UV ray protection, water protection, and wind protection. And they were right, because when I got my pre-shampoo hair mask, that was in, I could see that they were trying to put the ingredients in the pre-shampoo hair mask just for me to help. And I love that. And the quiz is really fun, you guys. You have to go and, and take the quiz. It's really great. And pros analyzed my answers, and they determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product in my custom hair routine. And altogether, pros got all of my hair care goals covered. So so I have in front of me one of my favorite, favorite things that they have. It's this pre-shampoo hair mask. And it tells me when it's bottled, when it's best buy. And it's got a signature fragrance in here, you guys, with argon, Sasha Yusi, and jojoba oils, mango butter, castor seed oil, plant collagen, lilac, and hyaluronic acid. And the lilac, I have to tell you, smells so good. And my hair is softer. It's shinier. It just behaves better. And that makes me a better person because I don't have to worry about my hair. I can just go out and do my thing. And what I love about Pros is Pros is a carbon neutral certified B Corp. And that makes them an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. And all their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. And they're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral, which I think is super cool. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. So what I want you guys to do is go to Pros because Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash powered up. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash powered up for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. You'll be so glad you did. Now we're talking today to Dr. Geraldine Tegelove about the time that we spent in COVID restrictions and lockdown and at home and how that affected our ability to sit with ourselves. Now, can you actually sit with yourself, look at yourself, and, and look at where you are at in life, and what are you going to do about it? Did you find that, Sandra? Um, like, not, 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 no, I didn't. I'll just say that that wasn't what it was for me. Um, 
mine was more like hey you get a timeout like it wasn't like take a timeout and look at things you know it's like you get a break from your life you know when school sports stopped I know it was awful for my kids I mean Geraldine great for me less driving and when everybody had to stay home I was like this is such a blessing because I was so heartbroken the years that my kids went back and forth to their dad's house when they were younger and I missed them. Like somebody chopped off my arm. All of a sudden you're telling me I get a year in the house with my kids and I don't have to share, (laughs) you know, I don't have to send them to their dads. They don't have to see their dad. They don't have to talk to their dad if they don't want to. And that was good for them was good for their mental health. So for us, it was a time of healing. It was a time of, you know, every night in the hot tub till 10 or 11 o'clock at night, talking about life, talking about the world, talking about the pandemic, talking about what they were learning in school And I didn't have to be on the road or in an airplane or on the freeway. And even though it was difficult to make meals, we made the best of it. But I'll I'll just say this because I think I represent some people. The pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to our family because we got time together that would have slipped away with school and sports and girls and all this stuff. And There were many days, Geraldine, that I was thankful for the pandemic, for slowing us down, stopping everything so we could have this time together. Because honestly, my dad will be gone soon. Max is off to college. Zachy will be on his own soon. And I will look back at the pandemic with joy and fondness and gratitude for our time together. What a beautiful way of looking at it, Sandra. And for Bill, my husband and I, we took it as an opportunity to actually have a bit of a sabbatical mm-hmm. um, and realise that how busy we had been and what we'd been doing in life, the hours that we'd been spending on everything else other than really focusing in on self and looking at how we could simplify life was the biggest one for us and we're a bit older Sandra so you know our kids are all grown up and married and I mean we've got grandchildren ranging ranging from 20 down to three so you know we've got grandkids that have grown up so we don't have that whole family aspect like you were talking about the freedom of sport but I know our girls in particular were saying, oh, it's been absolutely amazing. We're sitting around playing cards with the yeah. kids. We're, we've built the fire out the back and we're all sitting around having dinner and just chatting. And that was really great. And the other thing for us too, Sandra, was um, thank goodness for technology, was that beautiful time of the whole family taking time to come together I know it was on Zoom or it was on whatever, but we all took the time for birthdays and special moments that everybody had the time and took the time to get onto Zoom so we could have a family get together mm-hmm. in 
for a birthday, every single birthday, whereas normally a birthday would come and go, we'd ring the grandchildren, wish them happy birthday, you know, people would do, the whole family would do that. But this was kind of extra special. Mm -hmm. It was the time taken over those special occasions, which I loved, and it it just made um, life that little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, But simplifying life was amazing and one thing I really did go back and discover again Sandra and I'm sure spirit had a big lesson in this for me as well we had the time we love to grow all our own food we grow everything organically and and if I can't walk out to the garden and just pick what we're going to have for dinner or for lunch you know I'm kind of oh oh really (laughs) so we do, we do that, and we always have done that. But it gave me the chance, Sandra, to look at the creation process from a whole different perspective. So I had the time, and I, and I know people will say, well, that's okay for you, but, you know, I didn't have time to do that. But at some level we all have time to plant a seed and we all have time to understand that there is a gestation period for that particular seed. Mm-hmm. And like you said, right from the word go, we need to learn patience to yeah. watch that grow. Whereas in life quite often we're trying to push things forward and trying to make things go faster and create things in the fastest possible time. Whereas this sabbatical taught both of us that the creation process has a certain time mm-hmm. and we have to be patient enough to allow that creation to take place. Now, whether that's a, a plant growing or whether that's a dream growing from within us. So we all have to take that time to allow that dream to grow into what it's meant to be. But also alongside that, surrender to the fact that it may not happen in the way that that we want it to happen it might come about in a whole different way Mm -hmm. and so I think spirit taught me an awful lot about creation and about me you know what I was doing and how I could simplify my life hope that makes sense it does it does because you know when I look at at you know when I was listening to you to speak I was thinking yeah well the pandemic and spirit brought me back to my love of reading you know I read more books during and not books for radio not books for clients not books to have something to say just books to enjoy the magical ride you take when you enjoy a book and I read some that I loved I read some that I didn't love. And I started watching YouTube videos, getting ideas, you know, things that probably, you know, normal people do, but I I didn't because I would either be 100% focused on my kids or 100% focused on work. And I realized I got very far away from the things that I enjoyed, like life was not just about work and kids and work and kids, but, you know, as a single mom, I give myself some grace, like, you know, not a lot of wiggle room there, but the... But what the pandemic showed me is what could be moving forward, you know, like 
if the kids are out of the house, you know, and the car is paid off and my dad is, you know, safely somewhere, what is the possibility for me? Because I think I spent a decade with my head down, holding on to the rail, just trying to keep that boat, you know, floating forward, just driving forward. And, you know, to have some time, the pandemic gave me time to sleep, to relax, to do my cancer treatments. You know, if you had told me five years ago that I would have cancer and I would have to go for these treatments and my Wednesdays would be eaten up and I couldn't work and I couldn't drive my kids, I would be like, what a disaster. And what I found was there were people to help. People helped me. I learned to ask for help. And I learned to ask for help without feeling guilty, without feeling like a failure. Everybody needs help. And I looked at all the years I spent helping others. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay for you to ask for a ride for Zach. It's okay for you to ask for some of these things. You're valuable too, not just doing for others. Because boy, Geraldine, did the pandemic ground my doing for others. (laughs) And that's not a bad thing. And I think that that sort of brings back to Sandra that you really had to well, for me, I had to take time out to uh, simplify life, say to myself, well, moving, if I'm going to take the sabbatical for 12 months, which I did, and it was probably perfect timing because Bill retired from work, so we, we took the 12 months out. But then moving forward from that 12 months, it was the decision, well, what am I wanting to do? Right. How am I going to move forward? Do I do I still want to do what I was doing? Do I how do I work from this day forward? What's the work going to be? And I think it's it gave us the choice to say, well, I don't really want to do that. Even if it's for a young mum who says, I'm very happy working from home. Right. I like to make this happen. How can I make this happen? And I think a lot of companies have been made aware that the productivity goes up when mums are happy and working from home. They know where the kids are. They know what the children are doing. Um, And so mums can work. It's much nicer to work from, will move from the living room to the office at home and not have to drive down that freeway through traffic and everything else. And you are more productive. Mm-hmm. So it's also making the choice of, well, what is work going to look like from here yeah. on? Right. What is and my I- day? And, you know, and I felt very validated by the pandemic, Geraldine, because whatever, 18 years ago when I started my company and I've been beating the same drum for Motherhood Incorporated, moms to work from home, you know, in the technology fields, like we don't need to be in offices. You don't have to pay for office space. You can let your secretary work from home. She'll be more productive, happier, and she'll actually use the energy that she would drive on the freeway to actually drive your business. And I was beating a dead horse. And after about 10 years, I just gave up going, you know, the people are who are going to understand virtual meetings and digital devices, they're going to get it or they're not going to get it, but I'm going to like step back and I'm going to focus more on myself rather than trying to change the world. And then like, ta-da, 
you know, <laughs> it's changed, but, right? Yeah. Because, you know, quantum economics teaches us that there's, you know, we had to move into a digital age, Geraldine, yeah. we were running out of resources, we couldn't make the CDs for games and all the cars and all the fossil fuels and all the unnecessary things. We had to move forward into the digital age, like, and I think that those who didn't move into the digital age gracefully got a gobsmack <laughs> into yes. the digital age through the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just watching our, our children go about their work. And, um, and it's lovely to see we have two, uh, three-year-old twins, Sandra, grandchildren. Uh, thank goodness I don't have them. But, you know, uh, <laughs> The grandchildren you can happily love and spoil and back and, to the parents and back <laughs> to the mothers but um they live in sydney we live just out of melbourne and they live in sydney but um Elin was saying she's been working from home all the time and sometimes she had to bring the children home and she'd be in, a, in the middle of a me she's a, a, a quite you know high up in her field of work and she'd be running meetings and and the children would be saying, Mama, you know, Mama, I need to go to the toilet or I, 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 I need to, I'm hungry or whatever. But she said, it's so different because everyone in the meeting, they all have little kids. Sure. And they're all, they all understand. So it doesn't matter if a meeting is interrupted for five minutes while you have to run and do something with the children. She said it just feels so different. Different. Yeah. And you want to do more because you're given that ability to be different or work differently. So well, she and said, to navigate what you need to navigate. You know, not everybody can work in a vacuum. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know from her point of view, it's been absolutely fabulous. Um, that she's been able to do that with the two children at home. Um, and now I've lost my train of thought. But well, no, we know. were just talking about like, you know, you know, what the pandemic taught us, you know, and mm -hmm. I was really happy it taught the world that that men and women depending on their career and you know what they need to do like obviously you can't be you know somebody painting somebody's fingernails you know digitally but we can do so many things digitally and have you know a reduced stress on our environment a reduced stress on company owners to provide space you know people can job share three people can use an office if two of them are working home you know a couple days a week it requires a little finagling but I think employers finally got it that if you hire somebody serious about their work and they have integrity you don't have to micromanage them no absolutely Sandra and they don't have to be in an office. Right. And I think you, they get far more work out of them at home. And I, I just notice when we go walking, we walk every day, work, walk in the morning, and there's so many more young mums out jogging or out running or getting their exercise, obviously because they're going home to work from home, but it just they're given that space to be able to do that um, rather than, getting in a car and driving an hour or more to just get to an office 
So it just makes so much sense. And, and we, I think one of the big lessons we learned was that we have to do something about this planet. Yes. We're all sharing. We just, and to see the skies and to see the rivers clear and to see all of those beautiful things happen. I oh, think the craziest is- thing I saw in the pandemic of all the things, Geraldine, that stuck with me in the pandemic was watching a California eagle, this big, beautiful bird, zoom along McDonald's, cruise over like Walmart. I'm like, what the heck is that big thing? I was sitting at the light and I'm like, that's a real eagle. Like not just the little falcons and the red-tailed hawks we see, a beautiful, full-grown, majestic eagle flying through Los Angeles. Like talk about, you know, getting lost along the way. But because the because of everything changing, nature returned to here. We had bear in our neighborhood. Like, how cool is that? Like, don't want them in my backyard pool, but it's yeah. still pretty cool, you know, because you got a glimpse of what you got a glimpse first of what it used to be like in this area. But secondly, you got a glimpse of what could be if we get our heads out of our, you know, what environmentally. Absolutely. And really start to look at what we can do for right. the environment but, oh, it was just truly amazing. And I loved the fact that the river started to run clear. And, and it was also, um, I think, Spirit was teaching us too the, uh, the idea of just being in total quiet, Sandra, mm-hmm. just in that be still. And it was so beautiful. We could just sit in it and you could hear nothing other than the wind in the trees and the birds in the trees. And it was such a lovely space to be in, I think, sitting where we have this lovely big veranda across the front of our house and it looks, we're quite high up on the hill and we look across to mountains. And just to sit there in the silence with no traffic and no... The world was quieter. It was just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's that beautiful quiet space, which I think was kind of a, it was like the whole world was put into a, a time of meditation. They were given a time out. We were all told to go back and sit in your homes until you know how to behave. Like, yeah. really. and like if Mother Nature was really running this show, she'd be like, okay, children, everybody go to their rooms. All the countries had to shut down. Yeah. You're not allowed to go out of your country until you know you make up with each other and you learn how to treat each other yeah. in the world we live in. <laughs> I love that, Sandra. And it certainly was like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah behave well yeah and some of us could do that some of us still found it a bit hard to do that and um i i think it also taught us that um the worst can come out of some people in these sorts of times and the best can come out of others and yes i do believe that the best was in the majority i think so I honestly believe that. And I think I, so. Yeah, the kindnesses and it, that were shown. 
Yeah. If mm. people, if people focus on, like you can look for, like if I, everybody's, complains about the pandemic, they complain, complain about this, this, and this. But when you switch the topic to what did you enjoy about it? You know, there were parents that got to spend their year with their newborn instead of taking it in daycare and go back to work. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, a lot of parents, like for me, it wasn't my choice to put my kids in care. You know, I didn't have a choice. And if I could have had the year home alone, working from home with my newborns, like what a gift. Like there were a lot of gifts from this pandemic that, you know, I think, you know, I hope it doesn't take like years for people to see the gifts. I hope not either, Sandra. And I think secretly underneath that they do see the gifts and talking about babies, we had a, as a newborn just across the street from us and the dad came we were heading out walking and the dad um, ran out to tell us that the baby was born and he's a teacher and Bill had taught at the same school but he was so excited and every day I walk past the house and I think because we're still we're kind of a bit behind the rest of the world the pandemic hit us a bit later Sandra and um, I look there every day and I think it's so great that Matt has time to be at home with yes. that little baby, that newborn, and right. help. And both of them can parent that child, which is just lovely. What a miracle. Like, what a gift. Or I think of people who lost family members. And yes, there were a lot of separation, but there were a lot of people that got to spend time with children or siblings or parents or friends who passed away we slowed down enough so we got that time time which was just wonderful for us as grandparents we found it quite difficult to Mm -hmm. be away from the kids and the grandkids but they they were obviously very aware of that as I said earlier and made sure that they all they're just beautiful and we are very blessed but everything all three of them we have three children and they're all married and they all have children but each one of them phones every single day to say how are you both going are you okay you know now but I I feel like I'm the child again Sandra Uh, (laughs) it's ridiculous you know now mum and dad you haven't been out today have you you've been behaving you haven't this or you haven't done that no we haven't okay so we've just received our second vaccine dose and um, so they're all on the phone now you realize that it doesn't take it really doesn't work for 10 10 days two weeks you can't go anywhere you realize until that time yes we understand but it's it's beautiful that they they love you so much Yes, and they are taking care that we are included and we're, we're not just sitting by ourselves feeling isolated. Well, and, the, you know, and the ways of showing people you love them, especially, you know, the older population during the pandemic, the only way you can show that love to someone, because you can't get together and have a cup of tea, you can't go for a walk, you can't do all these things. But what you can do is call and say, you know, basically, they're calling and saying, I love you. And I, I'm just going to make sure that you keep yourself as safe as possible, because that's how much I love you. Absolutely, Sandra. And it's Which is just beautiful. 
it is beautiful and it's also comes from a you know it has to be a two-sided thing too so that we we understand the isolation is important for self and for the community we have to do our part to protect the community as well as ourselves and so it's understanding mm. that being patient and doing whatever we can to talk with them and be with them over technology Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. So we have to look at that positively as well. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Well, I have enjoyed my time with you today. And if you like what Dr. Geraldine Tegelov had to say today, you can check out her website at geraldinetegelov.com. There are books, there are oracle cards, there are programs that if you want to learn how to get closer to spirit and how to, you know, cultivate a relationship with spirit post-pandemic, during the pandemic, what's going on. There's lots of great programs on there that can help you find your own way in the world, help you find your own happiness and success, whatever that looks like to you. So please go to GeraldineTegelov.com. I'm so happy that we had this time together and we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks, Sandra. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. 